Hello, everybody, and welcome to After Chef, the uh, Master Chef After Show podcast. That Slash is, tongue twister. T- uh, yeah, that's right. Um, uh, my name is Max. The lady's always by my side. Stacy and Jenny. Although, Jenny, you are not here. You are where? Kelowna. Oh, in Kelowna again. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow, we get it. Really messing with the chemistry, She's Kelowna. a bit of a diva. You know, she talked to our um, our executive producer and said, I can't be in the same room with these guys anymore. I need my own private trailer, and I need to be a four- to five-hour drive away. And that's the only Probably. way I'm doing this show. And I get a 40% raise this year. Forever and ever, amen. Although I do like your... I think I said on the podcast last time I was here that I record from inside my walk-in wardrobe. Mm-hmm. And you're doing a bit I, of a fashion show for us over Skype right now, and I'm loving it. I do like it because it does feel like a studio. Like, yeah, yeah. I feel quite professional. Like, you I keep holding it. it. <laughs> you like holding your hands up to your ears like they do in, uh, mm. you know, in music videos where they're recording in the booth. Like somebody a We Are me, the World style. Somebody get me a lemon water. <laughs> Just yelling so at your landlord upstairs. I don't know. Nobody Do you know, I saw, I follow um, these podcasters on Instagram, and I saw in their Insta story today that they guest appeared on someone else's podcast, and they were in a booth. Like, actual people, Yeah, I guess, like, real life podcasters that aren't us. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's just Hollywood magic. It's just Hollywood magic. Last week you asked you asked what would we do with a million dollars for this podcast, and I was like, oh, we should we could get a booth and all sorts of stuff. And you're like, no, <laughs> never. T-shirt. I changed my answer because booths do actually look quite cool. Yeah. I would like to change my answer too. I'd like if we had a million dollars to spend on this podcast for all us all to get matching like satin blazers that are like bomber jackets that had AfterChef on the back in um, glitter. I love it. I'd be down. I mean, sure. I guess we would probably have money to do all these all these things, but um, I just like booth. it at the top of the budget. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think the booth would make money. Like if we built our own booth, <laughs> then we could rent it out. Because everyone starts a podcast these days about anything. Well, ooh, what we could do is we could be the official MasterChef podcast network. So we reach out to all of the former contestants. Be like, you have something to say. Your character, your brand is hot right now. Pay us, and we'll produce. Your own personal custom content podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you get a jacket. I came <laughs> up with a, a genius idea this week. What is it, Jenny? Mm-hmm. Based on um, a tweet we got about um, how people scream at me on their uh, when they're listening to the podcast and they <laughs> wish they could speak to us. Yeah. I was thinking for these Skype ones, we could release the video Skype at the same time as we release the podcast. And then one of us could live chat. With people. Oh, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> I watched the thing about cam girls and it really made me think, how oh, could boy. I be a cam girl with my best asset? <laughs> my brain. <laughs> and that cute hat you're wearing. <laughs> what? Uh, listeners, uh, Jenny has just changed from a toque into a straw-brimmed summer outfit. So the studio fun. has so many styles. <laughs> These are the opening credits, but it's not very helpful because it's audio. So, um, <laughs> guys, go we should get going with the episode here, unless um, anybody has anything from outside the world of MasterChef, anything from our Twitter uh, or G- in any emails, anything like that. Yeah, we got a lot media? of Twitter action this week, mostly people being mad at Jenny. Um, 
yeah everyone last episode jenny didn't know that a peanut was a legume and that really set off a bit of a, a tweet storm as they say um uh listener natalie tweeted we listened to the episode in the car my husband and i were yelling jenny legumes <laughs> And they, a lot of people are also keen to tell you that their wisdom teeth holes had not grown over, and you may have divots in your face forever. So we learned a lot. Mm-hmm. I have a question about the word legume, though. Mm-hmm. Is legume not French for vegetable? Yeah. So I don't I... know in English if it's just a different thing or if it's based on the... <sighs> what it like? How could vegetable mean peanut? <laughs> I don't think I'm the one here with the problem. <laughs> I'm going to yell at you and your husband in the car. How about that? (laughs) That's funny. Um, Guys, this week, I think it really, for the first time, um, man, these are not children who are there to make friends and and experience life. There was a lot of tension in this episode. I think I hate it. I I think I hate this show. (laughs) Jenny, love it or hate it? Uh, I don't know. We'll get into I don't know. All right. So the episode begins. Because it's. Yeah, sorry, Max, go ahead. Oh, no, if you have something to say, you can I say I have it. so much to say. Um, it, like, okay, so it was the first team challenge, and they had to to be cooking with beer. But the difference between a team challenge with adults and the team challenge with children is so stark, because children don't have egos. Like, some of them are just naturally a little more leaderly than others, right. but they're all there. Like, these are all type A children who are great at following directions, so they're going to show up and they're just going to do the best that they can to do what they're told, and they're not trying to mm-hmm. to shine or take over or, like, bring someone down or, like, have their feelings hurt if somebody asks them for something in a certain way. Like, it, there's just too many feelings, I think, in an adult MasterChef yeah. kitchen. It's crazy, man. I couldn't believe just... Uh, uh, okay. The whole thing Let, was just trying to go corner. through this chronologically. Wait, do you uh, not think as well with the kids, like when kids get overwhelmed or something or get stressed out, they kind of have a cry and then they bounce back like mm-hmm. straight away. Yeah. Whereas adults, it really made me think about my own life watching this episode. <laughs> yeah. Like when you get overwhelmed or stressed, that you don't get over it. Like it really shadows your whole life performance <laughs> and you're holding on to it like even Tell the next day. Mm-hmm. Whereas in kids, like they have an issue and they cry it and then Gordon or Christina gives them a pat on the back and then they're back in the kitchen like they don't even think about what happened yeah there were no bad we've seen kids melt down halfway through a challenge and get back in and really rally and then all the kids after they rallied at the end are like hey great job like you really pulled it together and way to cry it out or whatever whereas adults Mm. are like I want to see you sink for this (laughs) (laughs) oh my god we do that in real life uh, I, I I desperately try not to. I know. But sometimes I have to talk myself out of it. You like know? out of the funk? Like we've seen kids on this show say to say things in their little bio packs like, unless everyone's doing a good job, then I'm not doing a good job. Mm-hmm. Or like, unless, I can't be a good leader unless everyone on my team is being the best them they can be. And then the mm. adults were just like verbal knives in the back. Like, like it was... It was crazy. It was I don't crazy. even know. I don't even know how I feel with Shanika anymore. I know we used to watch. Like I watched MasterChef originally before I watched MasterChef Junior, but it's been a few years since we've mm-hmm. caught up on the season. Has it always been so? It's probably not that harsh at all. Like I think we just <laughs> like just dulled our palates yeah. so much with these yeah. sweet sweet children and the back. There was no back padding 
to be seen here at all. No. Mm-hmm. no. Should we start at the beginning sorry. and then yes, we'll just yes, go I'm through sorry. each dramatic episode as it happens? Yes. I think we have to. Uh, so it begins with uh, they're at the Anheuser Busch Brewing <laughs> Brewery, which is where they brew, you know, uh, Budweiser, basically. Everyone's favorite beer. <laughs> Ask anyone what you know, beer what beer needs publicity that you yeah. love, and what, everyone will come back. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> what beer is being served at all of the Michelin star restaurants that Gordon runs? What beer What's, is the most like flavorful and pairs well with everything? <laughs> what beer is at the lead of the craft revolution? Mm. What's Joe drinking? Fish and chips. You know what I want. <laughs> <laughs> Miller <laughs> I um I'm kind of coming around on like a mass produced beer again. Ooh. Yeah, like I've Ooh. had the Molson Canadian a few times and been like, yeah, you know what? This is fine. This is totally fine. Like I think, so, like I love Japanese beer. That's all mass produced. There's like no Japanese craft brewing like Sapporo and uh, everything. Molson's owned by Bud, is it not? Not the Japanese stuff. I'd be shocked. No, Molson Canadian. Is it? No, I, I think, think Molson. I think Molson buys up everybody else. Where does Labatt? We gotta find this out. We'll oh, find gotta it. Out. Talk amongst yourselves. Where's Sapporo from? Oh, Japan. <laughs> Molson. Canada. Well, I'll talk for a bit about how I'm glad we didn't have to go on a brewery tour with the contestants because no I hate brewery tours and people yeah. make you go on them all the time. I've oh, had no, to go so on like tours. Sorry, oh, sorry to damn. interrupt your story. You were just filling time with their stays. I assume. I mean, I also have something to say. <laughs> It's do you like brewery tours like i like tasting oh, i like going no. on crawls i just don't want to look at like a tub full of malt ever again it's not interesting no. brewers of the world mm-hmm. let me give you a piece of advice nobody cares about your wet giant barrel of of hops no. it smells and it's gross and i just want the finished part inside of me mm-hmm. yeah and everyone when you go on a brewery tour if you remove the word tour, that's all anyone's there for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm there for beer. And if I have to do a tour first to justify drinking beer at, like, 9.30 in the morning, then <laughs> yes. that's the world we live in. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it's like science, right? Like, you yeah. could be sitting talking to me about how, like, petrol's made. I'm like, ah, uh, if I was getting a beer at the end of it, like... <laughs> yeah. You could... Uh, if I walked into a brewery... And they were like, "Oh, there's a tour. There's a tour, and at the end, there's like a you know a tasting tray of like five beers, or you can just get the tasting tray for a dollar more." I'd be like, "Just the tray, please. Yeah. I don't want to go on the tour. <laughs> Nobody wants yeah. it." There's uh, a question: How much would you pay to not go on a beer tour? Yeah, oh, exactly. fifteen dollars. <laughs> or speak to any brewers. Oh, forty dollars. <laughs> oh, it's so mean. <laughs> I, so I mean, mean, I talked about other things, like anything mm-hmm. at all. Any mm-hmm. interest they have, uh, like if they're into baseball, I'd love to have a chat about that. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, they the wait. The I just want to say <laughs> oh I'm also I want to thank the brewers for yet. what they do, though. Yeah, oh I want to thank the brewers for what they do. But it's like it's you don't. I don't care about how the sausage is made. No, but let's leave know? it on a positive note. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, thank fine. you, brewers of America. Thank you, yeah. brewers of America. Without a doubt. Um. The so they split the teams up and uh, it's going to be a team challenge and they let Chelsea. Uh, ch- it's going to be Chelsea and uh, the doctor said it's a miracle. Bowen, who are our team captains, and Chelsea gets a choice between either choosing which dish her team is going to be responsible for or 
picking her team members. And the dishes were fried chicken sandwich and fish and chips. Guys, which would you have picked? Fish. No, team I mean, mem- you would have gone. Yeah, you, Stacey, you would have gone with the. I would have gone with the fish. No matter who your team members are, it's going to be a disaster. Teamwork is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> good point. No, I would have gone team for two reasons. One, people like fish and people like chicken. It's not like they were like, oh, octopus or chicken. But what's yeah. easier to cook? Like, that's what, what's, what are you less likely to screw up? I feel like it's less terrible Wolf to undercook. Salmonella. Fish? Fish? I think right, an undercooked fish be- is not delicious, but I think if you have an undercooked chicken, you could die. Kill someone. I th- I are you thinking partially cooked fish? You could it would really hurt your tummy. Well, isn't that sushi is raw? No, but not partially cooked. I think it will give you a parasite. Do you think if you'll you, get no, salmonella? No, that doesn't make sense. Wait, 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 <laughs> wait. Are you saying that if you take a piece of sushi and half cook it, that's bad for you, and you could get a parasite from eating that? <laughs> Come on. <clears throat> Thanks, Google. Major types of food poisoning <laughs> can result from eating raw or undercooked fish include salmonella and vibrio vulnificus. Vicus. You took Latin. Um, Sorry. Sa- is salmonella called salmonella because it comes from the fish? Maybe that's where it originally it's from. <laughs> Maybe salmon gave chicken salmonella and that's how it started. Ooh. This is a good case for between the scales. That's exactly <laughs> what I was um but anyways okay so the episode begins and uh they get split up into teams the uh on chelsea picks her team of people i mean i feel like we have no opinion of anybody's talent at this point so any of her decisions like could it have been strategic her decisions really i don't know it just seemed like she picked people she thought were nice Mm. you know how you talk about talent at this stage and who's talented and this might be me going out on a limb Mm -hmm. I feel like these adults are less talented than the kids. Yeah. Yeah. Like, wow. I honestly feel like the adults, like, they I don't know, some of the of mistakes s- they're making. I'm just like, I don't think the kids would make this. Like, basic counting. Yeah. <laughs> Derek. Sorry. Oh, man. I Here's what I think she should have been picking for is not, like, you shouldn't be picking the most talented people. You should be picking the most calm, cool, collected mm. people. The people who you've noticed are not crying. The people who maybe make a living with like cutting people's teeth or they're cutting their eyes or like high pressure. Yeah. If there's any like, of those people. No, I mean, we don't know at this yeah. point if there's any of those people in the, that were cast. But people but, who like work at like a lawyer, like that's somebody who handles stress well. I think that's smart to bring mm-hmm. Lindsay. Is that the right name? Yep. On board. Who? Lindsay. Oh, we've not had much FaceTime with her. Hey. No, no. Um, I was sort of worried that that meant that she was going to be just done Dunsky right away because they, this is what happened to, well, what was her name from last episode? Stephanie. Stephanie, Stephanie. yeah. But if we've learned anything, sometimes they keep the bigger characters undercover until like episode seven or eight. Exactly. Mm. The Mike, Mikey. The Mikey, Mikey and Avery that happened with two. Mm-hmm. That's true. You know who we saw for, I feel like I saw her for the first time. Somebody named Julia. They had a little talking head. It's like, Julia. <laughs> the Chicago Italian girl. And I was like, Man, Who? that was another very angry person. What Julia. if she had just been like working at the beer plant and was like, now's my chance, and just takes off her hard hat, like puts on a white apron, like blends in with the group. Being like, I was here the whole time, really guys. closely. It's just like Sharpie on with the master chef. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> That's off brand. 
You got so that in Chinatown. Yeah. <laughs> How do you keep track of them yeah. all? Yeah. So right away, immediately after Shanika gets picked <laughs> on Chelsea's team, we already cut to a talking <gasps> head of Shanika just shit talking Chelsea. I just had a thought. Shanika mad at Chelsea because she didn't get to go on Bowen's team, who she's in love with, as I pointed out last episode. Adds up. Chink. Did you not get a shink soundboard, Matt? I'm sorry. I've been very busy. Good. I hate it when our real life gets in the way of this podcast. I know. Um, I know. I wish I could do this podcast every day. (laughs) She came out hyper aggressive. Yeah. It was very unsettling. I've got a lot of feelings about Shanika, for Shanika. Man, if you watch some of her Instagram videos, Stop all she does it. is like point the. She's got bedroom eyes for days. Stop it. Anyways, <laughs> dude, the, do you know what I'm wondering though? She's really smart, and I'm wondering if they were like, mm, "Can you play the villain?" And she was like, "Yeah, I'll play the villain." Yeah, yeah, maybe villains get sponsorship deals. Am I right? Shink. Villains <laughs> get catchphrases. <laughs> That's the first step to villainhood. Open a bud. Shrink. She just like wraps her her braid around. Yeah, she like loops her braid through the pull tab. There's a... um, Yeah, there's a wrestler in NXT right now named Bianca Blair who has a... She's African-American, has a very long ponytail just like like Shanika. Beats people up with it. It's pretty cool. Mm. Yeah, I'm anyway. wondering if they just, she just knew that playing the villain was better than being vanilla. You're certainly going to have much more stage time. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've been talking about Shanika nonstop for yeah. four episodes. I now, think Max so. has been talking about her nonstop. I like, know. <laughs> Bedroom eyes. Get real. <laughs> We're divorced. <laughs> what Joe saw was a damn diamond. Yeah. <laughs> um, he just plays that over and over again when you're not here, Jenny. <laughs> like, she came out so critical straight away, but I would, I would say at me I would prefer Bowen to over Chelsea as a manager oh really after uh, even after this thing began even after Fishgate uh, oh well, man. really I would have wanted to be the manager I gotta uh, I gotta tell you uh, we gotta go into adrenaline corner right now it's adrenaline corner uh, I know we're normally, we're, we're talking, Adrenaline Corner is reserved specifically for Mark and Derek, mm-hmm. but I, I don't think there's any way that we cannot point to Bowen and be like, dude lost his freaking mind in this. <laughs> just screaming. Dis- it was so crazy. It disproves our theory that only white men get that angry. There you go. Over nothing. It's just like he went from, he was he was just normal, and then somebody was like, uh, no, maybe we shouldn't do the fish right away. He's like, I win the leader, we will do the fish now! <laughs> it's like, whoa! But then, Dude, does your doctor know? Does your doctor know that you're getting that angry? Is that good for your health? Jeez. Is he the a pilot? The doctor said it's a miracle. Yeah, what is show job? up, doctor! <laughs> Deep fries his face. Like pilots should be cool, calm, and collected. He was nuts. I was I was shocked. He was not at all the person I thought. He he also described his the fishes he was making as being like a diaper. Did I get that right? Soggy like diaper. (laughs) (laughs) The fish is soggy like diaper. I will. I promise (laughs) you, I will get that sound clip. I cried. Week. It was so funny. I don't like those words in a sense. <laughs> it's like one of those things when people talk about like chewing your toothbrush or like teeth yeah. on concrete. It's just <laughs> <laughs> It's so bad. And and Bowen got bleeped. 
He swore in this. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I wonder it. what word he said. Definitely was the F word, I think. Uh, you can't say the F word on TV? No, Jenny. Not, no. <laughs> I feel like Canada <laughs> like, and America I'm be in has a lot trouble. stricter rules than the UK. Well, Canada has very similar rules to the UK, but some, because there's so much of the American um, content ends up on our channels. They just don't bother to do like a, ca- a Canada it. mix. You know what I mean? Mm. We just get I it. I would like that. Can you say I mean, that? I love a swear word. I've had to rein it back in basically since having you in my life, Max. <laughs> I really Strong. like it. It just feels like, ex- like it's like saying really, 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 really. Yeah. In one word. Yeah. Yeah. Use, use with purpose. I'm all for it. Should we record a second version of this show every that time? Right. That's just like the explicit, the explicit mix. We could do, we could do two versions or every second episode is the, is like swear raw fest. and uncut. Yeah. Yeah. It's called After Chef. Raw dog in it. Raw dog in it. <laughs> <laughs> that's another, I don't like the word combos. <laughs> today oh god my tuna club from two weeks still feel still, it. still in there still in there it's like mm-hmm. a soggy diaper in there and poor so, mark as well like the, oh. who was it that said about mark i know you've cooked in your family's restaurants but you gotta pick it up that was a julia woman who we'd never yeah. seen who was also totally raging yeah right out of nowhere where are the fries fries two minutes i don't have any fries now <laughs> like julia chill well, out she, well she was just working That's on nuts. the bud light assembly line she doesn't she's reading the room she's, she's just trying to fit in head. you know how do you how do you blend in just rage. match, just match, rage. character match. Oh right? my god, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was even of... like in in today's adrenaline corner, Mark is the cam one. <laughs> yes. Mark you... was like, Yeah, I was just cooking the fries and I told you it'd be two minutes. If you pull them out earlier, then you're serving raw fries. That's not on me. Do you guys like, remember Whoa. what Gordon told it called him? A potato? A donut. A donut. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? Shut up your donut. Something like that, yeah. He called him a and because we're a family friendly podcast, an F word donut. <laughs> gordon. it is shocking actually i forgot just like how crazy gordon can get yeah and the- i love seeing him turn it up it's awesome and there's no turning it down like with the kids he'll be like really push him to the brink and then be like show his softer side and be like no i'm angry because i believe in you and and because i know you could do this but with the adults it's just <laughs> he doesn't know if you can do it Look and he this, doesn't care this prize, bra, you donut oh, i so think what good. Well, I when when I tend to agree with Stacy and I don't like the adult one as much as like mm. it just felt like a real insight into the failures and stresses that mm. we all experience on a daily yeah. basis. Yeah. <laughs> so like Yeah, it wasn't exactly... I was on set all day, it was mm-hmm. really hard. You're dealing with all these personalities. People are calling like, you donut. People yelling at people and it's just like I don't wanna come home and see Gordon call this 19 year old kid (laughs) (laughs) do people really yell at each other on your set oh yeah that's terrible nobody should be yelled at in their place of work i don't like it people yell at people stacy you've just got like a nice boss (sighs) no one Mm. it's true she's great i yell at people i've started calling people out by name as well because i realize (gasps) that i have to yell so much at work that my yell and my voice it just becomes noise that people don't react to so i have to say like Max, stop talking like mm. that. And I don't like publicly shaming people, but if you don't respond to my voice, what do you do? Mm. 
I know someone made a joke yesterday that if I lowered my voice a few tones, people might take it more seriously. Oh, as well, that's like, a if fun I was a joke. That's a really that's a fun, fun joke, joke, isn't it? Just, just a little lighthearted. <laughs> Adrenaline <laughs> corner! <laughs> For me. <laughs> oh, another... Um, I don't know if this fits into the adrenaline corner, but it certainly uh, fits into... This whole episode mean, is a adrenaline corner. I know. It really was. In to mean name calling corner. Do you guys remember what Shanika called Alicia? Oh. No. Yeah. Um, go on. Oh, a uh, minion. Yes. It was that like, was... no, it was like a cheerleading minion or something. No. This is your minion. Oh, it's so weird. It was so aggressive. Alicia of... looked gorgeous again in this app. Just like Truth. the minions. <laughs> Just like the minions. <laughs> Those minions. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's a very strange household we run over here. Alicia's behavior is, I would say, most like the kids. She's a real like light shiner on people mm-hmm. around her. And I'd say she's not a daycare. She is. Yeah. Daycare very person. good connection. I did um, not pick up on that. Boom. She's really like her constant stream of positivity is very similar to the kids kids mm-hmm. ones but I, I, I wonder if her positivity was just directed at chelsea or if she was doing it for other people as well yeah maybe shanika just didn't get any of alicia's goodwill you know maybe alicia should be spreading around a little bit more mm. oh my goodness in our cartoon series of shanika being like the superhero mm-hmm. alicia would definitely be like a fairy like shining <gasps> yeah. fairy and like a glinda fight. mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. I love mm-hmm. it. I love it. And then Farhan, of course, will be uh, sort of like a Transformer type character, turning into fire ants and back again. <laughs> you are an original Spice Boy. Farhan did have a really good moment in this where he was really calm. And I can't remember what he said, but he was just like, just so you know, there's not enough chicken or something. And I, thought, <laughs> I actually thought he was quite calm through the whole thing. Yeah. Like these are the facts. Let's deal with it. And then later, he did remind us that he was a dentist. That's why he was good at timekeeping. <laughs> God. <laughs> Just when you start to like someone again, smash. They become fire ants. Um, Here's something I learned from this episode: is that Americans spend an average of ten dollars a day on lunch. Did God, you know they, that? They hold on to these weird facts. Hey? <laughs> I know. Like, what, did it, did that bring anything to the episode? Well, the workers had to vote with a $10 bill. Mm-hmm. But they could have just voted with, like, anything. Usually they just walk up and, like, push a button, like, red or blue. Like, did did someone just want to see Gordon Ramsay's face on money? And they're like, how can yeah. we work this in? I'll tell you who did. Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> I'll tell you who's killing it, Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> He's just been giving them out on set as like fun little rewards for people. Like, <laughs> earn enough golden bucks and I'll call you a donut. <laughs> That's right. There you go. You can cash that in later for a hug. Hello. That kind of thing. Yeah, you can or dunk you can Joe in, in a milkshake. <laughs> punch me in the stomach. <laughs> you cash this in, I'll let you punch me in the stomach. <laughs> the girls are all like, easy to grandpas do where they lift <laughs> muscles. <laughs> Sit here, girls. <laughs> um, man, Gordon both Buck. of these teams were just just seemed to be total disasters. Like oh. either, both of them were just like riddled with problems. You know, when we were, we watched the the kids, uh, a lot of the times it really felt like they had to edit edit in a way that created drama. Mm-hmm. You know, on both sides. Like maybe there'd be one thing with one team, but this was just like a nightmare. Yeah, they just all did a bad job. Yeah. They didn't have enough onion rings. They didn't have enough chicken. The fish was raw. I like the sick burn where one of the factory employees was like, 
they use two top buns for my burger. Quality control. <laughs> Joe. Who cares? Joe, yeah. Joe kind of looked at it and was like, ah, yeah. Yeah, that's dumb. <laughs> Just walked away. <laughs> I was thinking about that. I kind of want two bun, two bun tops. I know. The bottom bun is the worst part of a bun. Yeah, exactly. I think you, if you had a choice, of course. I think I would rather have two bun tops than a bun and a top and a bottom. Who do you think was the genius who did that? Yeah. Junie. Mm. They probably cut out um, the Budweiser guy's second half of a sentence, which was like, I need the bottom half of the bun for low calories. That's why I drink Bud Light. And then, like, a fun fact about Bud Light. Did you know Americans spend $10 a day on Bud Light? You know what else I liked about that segment was Joe walking up to the table and saying the most natural sentence in the world. Happy lunchtime, employees. <laughs> Happy lunchtime, employees. We got to get that, too. That's a really funny. Happy lunchtime, employees. Employees are people, too, Joe. <laughs> I'm just no an everyman. act with around blue-collar people uh, that he's, he's not like, paying. Oh, guys, taxes, eh? Ugh. Mm. Child care. <laughs> what else do working class people care about? Uh, Mortgages. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. You guys hate it when your like fourth Michelin star restaurant like isn't doing as well as your third Michelin star restaurant. Give me a brew, bro. <laughs> he he reverses the Joey Clams. <laughs> hey Joey Clams, give me a dozen. Give me a dozen employees. <laughs> it's a perfect lunchtime snack. Happy lunchtime from Joey Clams. <laughs> Be your friendly neighborhood clam sailor, Joey Clams. Yoo-hoo. <laughs> 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 oh, God, that's He's, great. like, taking off his blazer and, like, trying to turn up his sleeves to blend in. <laughs> Hello, human employees. It's me, Joey Clams, also a human. <laughs> Not a clam. <laughs> Everything's fine. Happy lunch. <laughs> Absolutely fine. <laughs> Two pounds of your chicken, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Pay no attention to the red smoke. <laughs> yes. The red smoke was so scary. Like, imagine you lived in this town. Okay, so they <laughs> so they announced the winner, the red team, by letting red smoke just billow out of the factory towers. But if you, like, lived next to the factory, you'd be like, oh, oh my God. No. My dad of, works in there. It's the end of the world. <laughs> what happened to the Budweiser factory? It employs our whole town. <laughs> it probably is a really small town. They're like, Daddy's not coming home from work today, kids. <laughs> Something happened at the factory. Yeah. Something happened to your father. Take a seat. <laughs> the red smoke came and it never left. Oh my god. <laughs> What an episode. This episode was too much. (laughs) Like, it took a while to build up, too. They were like, the red team wins. And I was like, oh, they usually, like, do something. Like, have confetti or whatever. They... did a foghorn, but then there was no visual, and then just smoke just started. <laughs> the like, edge of the yeah, screen, exactly. It just came in like the, you know the movie The Mist, where <laughs> yeah. just like the white mist just overtakes the town, and then like monsters come out of it. It's like also, the foghorn, and then suddenly it just emerged really, like, from the ground. Casualed over the foghorn, like what? <laughs> why does the beer factory have a foghorn? It was, <laughs> it was usually it's usually like confetti or like. Yeah. Something that makes it as a celebration. Yeah. Like, I'm not like, congratulations, it's a boy. (laughs) (laughs) 
And then 40 seconds later, a horrifying red mist descends into the room. That's going to be dying all their clothes and stuff, too, I think. I wonder, like, what is that made out of? Podwiser are like, oh, this is not uh, worth the $10. The next episode, they're like, oh, the Master Chef aprons are pink now. That's definitely on purpose. Oh, man. That was hilarious. Do you think that was Heidi, the set deck lady? Oh, it must have been. She said there were some exciting things coming up this season. Heidi, we love it. Horrifying red smoke. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my God. It was horrible. I guess they would have had a whole canister of blue smoke there, too. Right, and just... you know that's going to get used at some point in the rest of the season. If they bought it, they're using it. Yeah. They're like, we're doing a second team challenge, also at the Budweiser factory. I also thought it was funny that, like, usually when they cook for a group, it's it's like an American hero. It's like, oh, the firefighters are search and rescue people mm-hmm. or, like, mm-hmm. the army or Boy Scouts or whatever. Um, I don't know if, it, it, like, no offense I mean, if you work at a beer factory, but is that the the same thing <laughs> as an ambulance like driver? I've relied, to this day, 28-year-old woman, mm-hmm. I've relied more on beer workers than I have on quote unquote traditional heroes mm. so to get me more. through some tough times so there you it's go. Like a hero and by tough times about... I mean Tuesday nights yeah. or mm-hmm. whatever yeah. yeah this podcast <laughs> <laughs> right now <laughs> but I don't know if like Budweiser oh think of think of how many jobs they create how many people mm. they you know they employ how many families they put help put food on the table heroes I, I actually around. just listened to a podcast about Budweiser oh wow. no I've got a hole in my Gryffindor socks Damn it. Now um, you're a Hufflepuff. <laughs> now I'm a free household. Um, I just listened to a podcast about Budweiser because they were talking about Scientology. You know, when you just give your business to your son, regardless of whether he's an idiot or not. Mm-hmm. And how Budweiser, well, anheuser What? It's called Scientology. And just like give business, just like father to son, to father to son, father okay. to son. Okay. I thought it, you like gave your child to the company. I really misunderstood no. that. <laughs> Um, and actually, they talked about <laughs> Japan in the podcast because adult adoption is really common in Japan. Because <gasps> if you like somebody in your business, you will legally adopt them mm-hmm. and then give them your business. But anyway, um, and they were talking about Bush, Anheuser Busch is the most, or is it Anheimer? What's the word? I don't know. I wrote down. I really my chicken scratch. I can't even read it. I think it's Anheuser. Anheuser Busch. But I um, could be wrong. They're the most famous example of Scientology gone wrong because by the time they got down to like the third or fourth, like Mr. Bush, um, he was an absolute playboy because he'd like been so wealthy and so spoiled and mm. like all the working class element was gone. So I think after the fourth or fifth one, they just gave them an honorary title and the real CEOs like ran. <laughs> they just threw him in their incinerator and that's where the red smoke comes from. <laughs> no, gross, it's like when you choose a new pope. <laughs> A Anheuser boy was born that day, <laughs> and the ghosts of the old ones came back with a vengeance. Um. So the blue, uh, the red team wins the challenge. I mean, I don't know if there's any real winners. Yeah, no kidding. Well, I mean, half of them didn't weren't going to get eliminated, and it was all good. Everybody that we like was on the fish and chips team, other than <laughs> Shanika, I guess. Really. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, Farhan, I guess, was on the blue team as well. So they go back to the Master Chef kitchen and they line up every member of the blue team and they put it on Chelsea to save three of them. Could she have picked herself? Yes. She should have picked herself. That was dumb. Would have been a real 
bad move though. Bad no. bad diplomacy if you pick yourself. No, what do you I'm think? Picking Jenny? myself. I would I would never have picked myself, no. Yeah. Stacey, did you say you would have picked yourself? Yeah, I'm in it to win. I'm not here oh. to make friends. You think Shanika would have picked herself? Mmm, yeah. I do now. That's for sure. Because I Shanika and I are a lot alike. <laughs> That's why I married you. Uh the <laughs> She's got that Shanika spirit. The doctor said... Oh, that was the wrong one. Miracle. It is a miracle, Max. (laughs) I'm a miracle. Shank sound effect, it would have been a miracle, Max. Because Stacey would have said, I got that Shanika spirit. And then you could have said, Shank. Yeah, you're right. Sort it out. We'll do it. Almost like a jailhouse door closing. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Like that kind of noise. Yeah, I got you. Um, Do you, Max? I will find something. I'll find something. I will find something, I promise. Um, Max, can we adopt Jenny? <laughs> no. Good God. How much older than somebody do you have to be to adopt them? Also, why was that no good God? I would be a great doctor. You'd be so proud of me. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Max, Max don't you disown your daughter. <laughs> you this is just too odd. Me. It's too strange. He doesn't mean it. How does it mean change? Out of everyone you know, I must spend the most time with the two of you on our own. That, I guess, but maybe, uh, I don't know. Max, don't you think, you don't want to take Jenny under our wing? <laughs> I don't. No. I actually feel like, offended by that. I've told you two multiple times, if I have a child and I die, I would give the child to you. Right. So we're just now cutting out the middleman. Use your child. I guess I just don't want to pay for your, like, your college or mm. anything. Mm. You don't have to do that. We could be the there's kind of parents who are There's like, paternal responsibilities. I don't I want to be responsible. Handful. I, don't I was at a wedding a couple of weeks ago and somebody went up and shook Calm's hand and said I've just met your wife you're doing well and I was like oh fuck because I was super hot but he meant he said you're doing well she's a real handful <laughs> that's what he said to the get to Calm in front of me and I was just like and then you gave him a handful across the face but by I mean, handful I'm like oh sorry that I'm not just like meek yeah garbage he was saying no more meek I'm over it <laughs> Uh, Speaking of mentoring, kind of, adoption, um, is there mentoring happening behind the scenes? This, like, dividing them into teams for the judges seems to have had no bearing on anything. Totally. Go ahead, Jenny. Go ahead, Jenny. When they we have we're down, this little time delay with you being away, so it's hard to to get. No, the it's time my right. own voice. Like I don't mm. know. It's because I'm so like rage in my head. I start mm. a sentence and then I I don't like. When you sit down and you're like, let's give the judges teams. Yeah. The beginning of every story meeting should be, okay, and how does this relate to the teams? Yes. What can we show? Every single thing. Yeah. Like, the big thing of this is that the judges have team. They spent literally four hours deciding the judges' teams at the beginning. Yeah. And it just seems such a, like, like, weird thing afterthought. Like... Mm-hmm. Just sometimes they'll mention like, "Oh, this is really hard for one of us because the person going home might be on our team." Totally, and you're like, "Okay, yeah, what are yeah. the stakes?" Offer them some advice. It's yeah. like they sent home th- to oh, who did they send home? Um, Derek. Uh, Derek, and who was Derek's person? Gordon. Gordon was it not? Gordon? Gordon. How come Gordon did not? No, it couldn't have been Gordon. Yeah, I think it was Gordon. Because he was Gordon so obsessed with Gordon. Ramsey, remember? It was more like Gordon freaking Ramsey. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. That was so intense. Um, but so if he's making this cake or this pie, this banana cream pie, like 
why not just like have a huddle before it all begins, right? Have all the teams split up with their coaches, and they can go around and be like, Derek, this. Don't forget. How this. are you feeling? Yeah. What, what are you nervous about here? And mm-hmm. he could be like, I've never whipped cream. And then you could have that dramatic moment where he's like, You've never whipped cream? Like in the huddle. Mm. You're not going to rob the audience from that. I but would then, take it a step further and have them cook like each, you know, their cooking stations. Like yeah. Gordon's would all be in one table, Joe's would be in another table. And Gordon and Joe and Aaron walk up and down the tables. And if they see Derek like making that kind of mistake or Shanika or whoever, yeah. they tell them at the time. Yeah. And then. And then at least that makes for a better story because everyone's putting their pies out and no one's made like some huge mistake where like you can tell mm-hmm. Farhan's looks really flat or whatever. They're all like solid, cho- yeah. like yeah. solid options. Or yeah. even if each of the judges had their own little demonstration, like Aaron, tip. Yeah, yeah, Aaron teaches his yeah. three how to make the pie simultaneously as Gordon's teaching his four how to make the pie, and then yeah. they've all got like their own kind of spin on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm just fingers crossed over here that as we lose more and more contestants and the teams get smaller, then then that's sort of when the mentorship or whatever begins to take place. But so far, it's just like so weird. It's just like it's some weird pithy comments between the coaches that don't really feel real, mm-hmm. you know. And there's not. There's no. Con- there's no stakes. Yeah. There's no consequences. They don't get a cookbook deal or a trophy. They need to put an ice cream cake on the line or something. Yes. There needs yeah. to be something on the line. Mm. If my team wins, then Aaron will cook all of uh, me and all of my team a meal in one of Joe's restaurants or something, you know, like this. Or the judge like that. like the judge has to help them clean the losing judge has to help them clean down the kitchens. Uh, oh <laughs> yeah, man. Like totally. they always say, Go back yeah. and make your kitchen spotless. Like totally. if the do- losing judge had to do that yeah. too, it'd be so interesting. Don't they do bonding more too. Mm-hmm. Isn't it crazy that the team challenge wasn't split up into three teams? Like yeah. three teams yeah. based on like who you were drafted yeah. by? You were absolutely right. Yeah, I didn't think of that until like, right now. Blue. Yeah. Uh, They've really messed up. This what? feels like yeah, a real half thought so through. Right. <laughs> like, and then each, each coach yeah. was running a kitchen. Yeah. Do you think that this the the drafting thing was just an afterthought because they started listening to our podcast and they're like, oh, that is a good idea. We got to cram that in there. But they weren't yeah. listening hard enough. Close enough. Obviously. Mm, they're trying to satisfy us, but they're not. They're they're matching our suggestions, but they're not matching our standards. <laughs> Shink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so they all made a pie. That was the challenge. That Wait, was the pressure cooker. We have to take a break. <gasps> Do we have uh, for... Uh, okay, Freshies. never mind. We don't... Uh, I don't have time. We don't have time. We got to keep pushing. Time. Yeah. Um, okay, so please uh, continue. Are, are we doing any Boke Boke Baby? Or does anybody have any um, lo- love connection? I mean, uh, Gordon Ramsay dot baby. love boat. I feel like we covered the Boke Boke Baby with the uh, moist like a diaper fish. Oh, yeah. <laughs> soggy diaper fish. Um, it the doesn't fish get much is worse, soggy though. like diaper. There was, yeah, there was a lot of like zooming up on. And oh, um, oh yeah, go ahead and play the music. For which? Boke Boke. Okay. Bok baby, it's chicken time. <laughs> okay. Ooh, remix. Um, when Derek and had this weird moment with Chelsea when he was talking about cross contamination, mm-hmm. and it just like zoomed in on his fingers. He was like you, touching you, raw chicken and then touching cooked chicken, and then highlighted really... it to us. 
that it was cross-contamination and then she picked up the chicken he had just touched went to give it to people and told them to be more careful it's like yeah you know what's interesting is this is the second time you've brought up close-ups of people's fingers that's a thing that's a thing you dislike have you ever (coughs) looked like see someone you know yeah have you ever looked at their fingers Stacy's fingers. They're disgusting all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't like, let her leave the house until I inspect her nails. <laughs> <laughs> See, just like, I don't like looking at fingers in general. Like, Max, I'll never have looked at your fingers up close. How will you identify com- it when, when we find a hand in the woods and we're like, and Max has been missing for days? It's not I'm going to need your money. That's your father. <laughs> no, he made it perfectly clear. That I wouldn't be on his list at the police You're going to be number one suspect now. Jenny, don't you see? Max, if you put her on the same family list, then she can't testify against us in the court of law. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. I just uh, don't like to think of when I'm out to eat that someone's fingers have been through my food. Yeah. You know, if for listeners who follow us on Instagram, it would be a great thing if you could just send us oh. a few photos of, your hands. of like your hands after you've been <laughs> cooking and stuff. You, you'll you get an amazing reaction direct from uh, you know Jenny. You have like a thing about textures. Mm-hmm. Like I don't like textures. Usually it's textures on my hands. And one of the worst things I can read in a recipe is like, oh, need this. You know, like if you've been like yeah. touching something like flour and butter... Mm-hmm. You have to like do stuff, and then yep. you pick up your hands, and it, it's just everywhere. And in that moment where you run your dull fingers underneath water, mm-hmm. no, 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 it's a real soggy <laughs> diaper. Yeah, I uh, it makes me. I really dislike having to like put like bread, like a piece of fish or chicken. You know, you have mm-hmm. to put it in like an egg wash, and it's oh, all slimy, yeah. and you're rolling it and stuff. Like, ugh, oh, that's thing. gross. Mm-hmm. I just don't like to think of fingers in my food. I mean, especially when wearing... you're talking about raw chicken and cooked chicken. Also, shouldn't they be wearing like hairnets and gloves and things if they're cooking yeah. commercial kitchen yeah, situations? Yeah, fine. When I worked at A&W, everybody had to wear a hairnet, and some people had to wear beard nets. Yeah, that's, that's the only place where that happens. Though. See if you've got jazzy fingernails. Yeah, don't tell Shanica. me those are clean. Mm-hmm. Don't tell mm-hmm. me those are clean. Mm-hmm. Um, do we have a love? Do we have a love connection? What do we call this segment again? Flambe to love. Flambe to love. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. It's growing Are on Are you going to play it? Do we have one? Yeah. Oh, dang. It's, you know, sometimes our love is strongest, not for the person we're with, but uh, for the one that got away. The possibility. What could have been? Mm. What are we missing? What parallel universe life could we have been living? Uh, when Aaron looked at Emily this episode and said that she could have been with him and not Joe. She could have been wearing his apron and not Joe's. There was a, a, a love-like pang to that. Like, why would you go, why would you go to her and say that unless you were, mm. you were regretting, you were um, pining. Yeah. Emily and Aaron. He wants I'm still to not pronouncing her. his name right. He wants to take her to the old country. And, oh, she's probably already been... can we just talk about this i know you still know the moment that annoyed me the most in this oh yes of course i knew it as soon as it happened i was just like you are too much that's why it's emily talking about why she was going to be an expert at pies because she's from wisconsin she's been to 
New Orleans. Her grandmother is from somewhere else. Just listing places she's been is what makes Jenny insane. I thought it would be the time where they were like, who made the only perfect pie here? And she was like... It was me. Oh, God. <laughs> me, Joe. I could cook this with my eyes closed. I've been to New Orleans. I remember, I was just like, you are, like, how do the people around you not hate you? How are the people around her? How, why is I mean, Shanika targeting Chelsea when she's got this, like, uh, traveling chump beside her? Jeez. <laughs> that's so unfair. It's, it's not so unfair, unfair, Max. It's not unfair. It's, it's not unfair. She hasn't you just done say, like, anything Oh, yeah, wrong. I'm really pleased I did a good job with that pie. Like, I, I mm. eat a lot of pie. Like, I like pies. Jenny so values modesty as a but virtue. But she's, been, she's mm-hmm. been told by the producers, in the same way that Fire Ants has been told to consistently <laughs> refer back to being a dental student, and she just, has been asked to refer back to being well-traveled. I'm I sure. I want to ask the fans this. I want to ask the fans this. Because see if she has been told. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, I was just referring to our fans. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so all know. three of you, listen up. <laughs> hey, Bill Chandler, you listen up. Um, Shout out to... Ugh, go for it. What? Shout out to nothing, you. Nothing, Me? nothing, nothing. Dad? No. No, no, no. <laughs> um, see, if the producers are asking her to... Like, if they... I'm trying to think if I wanted that out of her as a producer, I would I would have said to her, where, where have you eaten pies before? Like, where around the world have you eaten pies to get mm-hmm. her to goad her into saying that? And if I'm the producer, I'm doing that for one of two reasons. A, because I think it's really interesting. Or B, because I think people will hate her for this reason. And I want to make her say it over and over again. Mm-hmm. I want to ask our listeners, does it infuriate you as much as it infuriates me? Mm. Do, yeah. Do, that do, she's do a the bit producers of, a... of the show think it's interesting? Because oh, it's not interesting. Good... It comes across as like smarmy and mm-hmm. privileged mm-hmm. and know-it-all. And I... I, honestly, I, it's, as soon as she said it, say the hairs of my legs went up. I couldn't mm. handle it. Can we do a Twitter poll? Yeah, we'll do a Twitter, Twitter poll. poll. Twitter poll. I'll, I'll just basically. Do you think it's like ostentatious, or do you think it's like interesting? Mm-hmm. Mm. That's what I want to know. Because hero just... or villain, Emily, hero or villain? <sighs> God, good guy or bad guy? Uh, so she makes a great pie. Man, I, can I, hear it my I would love to see a <laughs> Emily Shanika. Final right now. How no, I want that be? to see Shanika just take her down. Like take down. Why are you taking down Chelsea? Chelsea's like a colorful rainbow puppy. Like that wasn't pleasurable for me to watch. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like take down someone yes. that deserves it. It take, was cruel. Yeah, like it was cruel. It was, like Chelsea's not even hitting you back. Chelsea pulled over yeah. and is showing you her stomach. At yeah, she's point. like, I don't. I've never had anybody not like me before. I don't know what to do with this. Like she just doesn't mm-hmm. have any defense mechanism. Why are you for choosing this her as a rival? Yeah. Pick the girl that keeps winning and is smarmy about it. Like, I, I don't I don't dislike Emily because she's good. I dislike her because of how she reacts to being good. Mm. I really hope I don't come across like that in real life, honestly. I really hope. I need to have a thing. I don't think I'm good enough at anything that, like, I would ever have the chance to be smarmy. Because I'm always, like, pretty average at mm. really you should put a twi- You should also put a Twitter that, poll. Well, do a poll. Just do a poll on your own personal Twitter. <laughs> about yourself I don't even have Twitter and I'll tell you why I don't have Twitter because mm. I don't think people will care enough about what I have to say on that many subjects mm. just master chef just master, just master chef one <laughs> thing and I'll talk about it for hours I'm just a modest person who talks for an hour about master chef yeah. every week oh, and man. hopes that other mm. people in the world want to hear think it about, that's just me yeah. do you ever just like, think about like how many hours we've talked about master girl. chef for are we, are we smarmy are we smarmy that we think oh people care about what we think on this sh- about this show 
I'm just doing this Am to I spend family? time with my my family, with my husband and my daughter. <laughs> I I I just do it to like start a conversation about the show. Like my favorite thing is when people tweet us or Instagram us or email us about something that we, a shared interest we all have. Mm-hmm. Your wisdom teeth, for example. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. I, yeah. Oh no. Am I Emily? Is that why I hate her so much? Oh man! Wow, that's wow. really interesting. Of myself in yes, her. yes, it's true. You're nervous about yourself, I've been dude. Like the Bond sisters, too. It is. It is exactly. Why do you that hate reason. white women yes. so much, Jenny? <laughs> I just don't want to come across like ugh, whatever, whatever, <laughs> whatever. It's for my therapy podcast. Because uh, you've been to New Orleans. Correct. Like the reason you made a good pie is because you worked hard and you made a good pie. Like it's over. It's done. You're safe. Shut up. It was interesting that they asked. It's too harsh. Another Twitter poll: Is Jenny too harsh on Emily? I think that's really what we want to get. Is Emily harsh? No. Is Jenny harsh or smarmy? I mixed up your names. What does that mean? Uh, (laughs) Um. Isn't it interesting though that they kept making the making the contestants do things for themselves? Like Joe was like, the person who made the best pie is, and Emily was like, me. And they were like, and the person who's leaving today knows who they are. And then Derek steps forward and takes I off his apron. What I if he was wrong? He did that. What if I the chefs believe. hadn't, or like the judges hadn't come to a consensus and they're like, why don't we just get them to pick? I think uh, the dream but... would have been if two people stepped forward, they would have said, <gasps> I'm both home. Like, if you don't think you deserve to be here, then we don't wow. think you deserve to be here. Ooh. You never know. They could have been, it could have been like an, it could have been like a 40 minute standoff and nobody's stepping forward and they just <laughs> cut it, right? They edit it until finally, when somebody was finally like, okay, listen, Derek, it's you. You have to step forward. I would have just never stepped forward. Even if I knew they wanted me to, I would have just been like, well, can't no, go I'm home. Do it. Who was the bottom <laughs> yes, three? Uh, Derek, Shanika, and Farhan. Farhan, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so the, Farhan and Shanika were never no, stepping forward. No. Derek probably was just Shanika, like, Shanika, oh, I think, just, was very close. Let's I think just Shanika call was right day on the edge. Yeah, mm-hmm. but the, Gordon was really mad he'd never whipped cream before, and I think that's also like fair. <laughs> like that seems like a pretty basic building block culinary mm-hmm. experience. I thought of myself at that moment because I really dislike mayo, ketchup, mustard. But if you knew you were going to master chef, you would be like, okay, like let's yeah, but what I do I need to know? No, I don't know. I don't know if I would have thought like, okay, I better learn how to make my own aioli. I don't think it would even have occurred to me. You know? Because I've done been... so much, I've gotten myself to this point without having to do that one task. Um, I don't what, know. Those are pretty like, you know whipped cream's going like, to come up. You're flipping through dessert books, you know, cramming. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that one has whipped cream, that one has whipped cream. It'd be like saying, like, oh, I don't know how to temper chocolate. Or yeah. I don't know how to, you know, make a cake base. Like, mm-hmm. the, it's that, that to me is a really basic building block thing. I don't know how to poach an egg. I don't know how to do any of those things, but I don't need to know, you know? No. But Derek, you did need to know. You really needed to know. So sashay away. And the I, so I guess adrenaline corner is fundamentally changed. To, yeah, because there's no it's just more. It's the angriest moment. <laughs> it's the angriest moment. That uh, the angriest non-Gordon moment because yeah. he will always be the angriest. Yeah. I'm thinking Julia is going to play a real part. In oh this. my god! Who is she? she? I can't terrifying. wait to get to know her. To think of poor Mark. He's 19 years old. Just this woman who who just showed up on From day, the on, day, on episode six. I will find proof. <laughs> yeah, so angry. Um. Well, guys, how can people find us on social media? Um, go to After Chef Junior on Twitter or on Instagram, and you'll find all sorts of engaging polls, <laughs> um, cool pics. Is it, is it send us your fingers. 
anything smarmy or sophisticated. Okay, what you if say we hero or villain? I think that's totally fine. Hero or villain? We'll put a little disclaimer. Nothing is you personally, Emily. Just like the character you're being portrayed as. It on yeah, the I, and I think my biggest interest, like if we were ever to interview Emily, mm-hmm. I'd, not I'd off be, to a great start. <laughs> no, I'd have no problem talking to Emily. I wouldn't pull a Max when he came face to face with Richard Boyce. <laughs> that was embarrassing. I would just say to her, "Okay, cards on the table. Is this your personality, or did the producers portray you like this?" And that conversation is either going to go one of two ways. And if it is her personality, then I would say to her okay like do you understand where i'm coming from though and then she might say well do you understand where i'm coming from and i'll just say yeah i do understand where you're coming from but the way you're phrasing it sounds boasting instead of educated so like you obviously want to be a cuisine professional i would suggest that you rethink the way you come across to people that's what i would say and i just said it the jb on her apron should be for your initials not joe's because you are trying to offer her concrete mentorship and advice something yeah. joey clams has never <laughs> done in his life joey clams give me a dozen ways to improve my personality <laughs> <laughs> on screen please <laughs> but I, I just hope if she listens i don't think she does listen because we've never heard from her and i think she would have reached out well, well, she's probably traveling it's probably on airplane mode yeah <laughs> I just think if she listens, what I'm saying is this element of your personality is coming across badly. Mm-hmm. Um, That's it. Maybe it's not. Maybe I'm wrong. If our listeners come in and say, no, she's so sophisticated. It's why I like the Kardashians because she's living a life I could never have. Then I'll eat my own tooth. <laughs> Metaphorically. Oh, okay. Oh, good, good. Those are words. Hey, right. Park up there, dad. Uh, yeah, those are worth big bucks. Speaking of Jenny's wisdom teeth, um, if you would like to purchase them or <laughs> support the show in any other ways, please go to our Patreon page at Gordon Ramsay. I wouldn't feed it to my dot dog. Um, that'll give you links to ways you can do shoutouts on the show. You can even record our special intro for us. There's lots of fun fun ways to get involved. But you know what? You don't have to spend a dime um, to help us out. You could leave us a review on iTunes. That would be really nice. Or tell a friend if you like the show. Um, or just send us a little note. Say, hey, afterchefjr at gmail.com. Oh, I forgot. We got mail from Benny's dad. Oh, what? Oh, man. Okay. What is it? <clears throat> um... He just listened to the finale episode of our After Chef Junior um, season, and he said, FYI, Benny didn't know where veal comes from, and when I told her, it brought the party down quite a bit. Oh, Oh, man. That's really funny. We knew that she she wouldn't know, though, didn't we? Yeah, what a sweetheart. Our sweet champion. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, that's great. That's great. Alrighty, guys. Uh, Well, this has been a pleasure as always. See you next week. Bye.